Welcome to Discretion Advised. <laughs> How was and that? Let's see you next time. I'm coming from a place of authenticity today, and that's what I have. That's what my soul decided to say. Welcome to Discretion Advised. I'm John Hill here with Mark McNamara, infamous porn star director. There you and go. co host of this podcast. Brought to you by Lexus. (laughs) Drive safe. (laughs) I always, I never know. The countdown comes on just to people know that we get a little countdown on our screens. And then John just like goes for it. You never know when it's going to happen or why it's going to get happened. It's it's like getting fucked in the You never know why it's going to get happened. I don't know why it's going to get happened. Period. Um, I'm really happy to see you, Mark. I feel like it's been forever since we recorded. It's only been a couple of weeks, but um, you have a very soft focus, kind of like Carrie Lake of Arizona. We I talked about this before we started because you were late, and I was talking to Cameron, and he said that My I, was like, I feel like cord. I have a, a Susan Luchin guiding light thing, and then I come closer, and it's gone. But if I move away... The lighting like makes it like look like this. Susan Lucci was on All My Children, I but care. I get what you're saying. Uh, Cameron did not. He had no idea what any of the words I was saying meant, which is fine. Most people don't. None of the words you were saying. Got it. Uh, well, you look great, and I like your turtleneck or whatever it is Batman suit you're wearing. Uh, I'm in Los Angeles. Dick. You're in New York. I'm going to be there in a month, and I can't wait to see you. You're going to come yes. to my show at Green Room 42, where last I was with you. Yes. Yeah. Is there a link to buy? What's going on? Not yet. Watch the space, yet. bitch. Watch, watch the space. Watch the space. Um, since we last talked, I did what I promised I was going to do in season two. Did you see that just fly away? <laughs> was what, was it a roach? That <laughs> was a rubber band. Um, I joined TikTok. Follow me. Oh, at yes. Mark McNamara. Um, I haven't really like, because... Joseph and again, my friends are like just obsessed with it. They spend all their time on it. So I have made a vow. I have yet to watch a TikTok. I've yet to scroll on it. And I kind of feel like it's the same reason why I haven't tried Coke. Like it just seems like it would be a lot. It would be addicting and I would just go crazy on it. So I'm on it. I've posted some things, but I've yet to like get into the community. I highly recommend TikTok. I've said this before. It is where everyone, most of the country gets their news at this point, especially Gen Z. And I learn so many things. I learn how to strain pasta properly. I what were learned, you doing before? I was straining pasta like an old bitch. And what? I was... I, do I, I look know. like TikTok? That's why TikTok exists. So it can, <laughs> it can show you the proper way to strain pasta. You learn things you never knew you needed to learn. Okay, I, I haven't struggled with the pasta straining, but I've, okay, I'm down That's to what learn. I'm saying. You don't know what you don't know, therefore go to TikTok, but I'm excited for you. Sounds you also weird. have to put it down. You're right, though. Once you get to a certain place where you're so addicted, um, oh, Cameron's disrobing. Yeah, um, titties out. Uh, I watch and, and get back to us. Watch, just sit there for okay, a while one, and one let- One step at a time, I'm on it. Can and I give I you a tip, a though, as an old what? person telling you how to watch TikTok? Mm-hmm. You teach it what you want to uh, be shown by what you watch. So if you hate, if you know you don't like something, immediately fl- flick it away. Don't wait for it to end because it is always, it, yeah, it's always saying, oh, what does Mark like to see? And it will show you more ah, of that. And if you like something a lot, so it's like a Tamagotchi. like it, like it and watch it again. So if it's like, you know, say um, old women with no teeth, you know, your sweet spot. Keep watching those, and okay, it'll show show you more. Conversation away. Yeah. 
done. <laughs> yeah, you have to train um, What else it? has been going on? Oh, I saw Jinx in Chicago. Everybody who is in New York or going to York, New York before, I believe it's March 12th or 16th, go see Jinx. I've seen Chicago five times. This was the best I've ever seen it. It was so much fun. The energy was so, it was just, it was, I don't know. It was amazing. And Jinx killed it. The vocals, the acting, it was just a really good time. And I'm so proud of them for, for what they did. And then they came over afterwards and we smoked up and we had a great time. Period. Go to Chicago. You watched, you've sat through Chicago five times. I sure did. Two times in the last few months because I saw Pamela Anderson on it, in it. And then I saw Jinx. So doop de doo Pamela and the rest of the, it wasn't it exactly. Jinx is it. It's so good. I really would have liked to seen uh, Wendy Williams. I know. I know. Oh, I know. I had, we, we had to talk offline. I got some tea about Wendy from her nurse. Oh, okay. But we'll talk offline. She's Poor alive. Baby. She's alive. Okay. That's all oh, we need good. She's alive. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, I had surgery. I'm, I had three legs. Now I have one. Uh, oh, I'll miss that dick. I know. My third leg was removed. Can, you uh, Okay. You have still not told me what happened. I know you had surgery. What happened? For real. Okay. Here's, let me set the scene. Okay. A doctor went inside me and cut me in half. I, oh. I had a torn meniscus because I'm old. Wear and tear. You know, my doctor described it as your knuckles of your knee rubbed together like this. And there's nope. like a blown out. Nope deflated whoopee cushion in between your your knuckles and mine just had a little tear and was flopping outside Not so he flop. removed the blown out part um of the uh viscous tissue it's work ahead of him removing the blown out part he did and he said i had a lot he said i had a meaty tuck that and my my blown out bits were tucked up inside themselves and he had to just straighten them all out and get rid of them. but i was not prepared for a surgery of this magnitude um he was like you're gonna be fine be back at the gym next week he was doing that so i wouldn't google what's about to happen to me it was so intense they're like we're gonna give you this thing in your leg a nerve block and we're gonna have to give you iv ketamine and xanax and morphine just to give you the shot and i was like i mean i get it was horrible it was it was like it was it was a lot and i did the whole thing i did the whole i I took i did that but then afterwards i did the whole thing with no opiates or anything because I've been down that road. I'm not getting addicted to that shit again. So, oh yeah, like how does Advil that work? Advil and Tylenol all the way. That's it. That's what you're doing. Okay, highly yeah. recommend. But surgery but went they well. Give people ketamine, like Meredith Marks from Salt Lake well, City, is, like ketamine it is, type of shit. It is. It is for use in surgery settings. So you know, it's not like they they said let's get you some crystals. Are you expected to live? Are you expected to walk again? Fifty fifty, TBD. Okay. All right. I'll take I'll take my chances. I hope everything's be, well though. Thank you so much. Are you are you able to walk now? A little bit. I drag it around. No. But I always kind of did that, you know, just for kind of attention. You're getting better parking spaces? I wish. I wish. I found out someone in my family fakes it. Wait, two minutes? No, not two minutes. We have a lot to say. Continue on. Don't listen to that man. If you found out someone in your family puts a fake handicapped spot tag on their car yeah would you arrest would you call the cops or would you say like bitch take that down it depends or would you say, Give me like a ride. my younger brother i would take it from him and and you know reprimand him. yourself but if it was like my aunt who's like i don't know nipples are basically down to the floor and she doesn't want to trip then yeah park up front 
Okay, just curious what you do. I know. Um, are you watching? Are you watching the drag races? I am, and I am committed to watching this season in its entirety. Maybe even Untucked. I'm committed. Okay. I mean, how do you feel about the shorter episodes? The the backlash there. I do not have endless amounts of time to watch a TV show. I think an hour is perfectly sensible. Go ahead. Okay. If Cameron I, agrees, I disagree. I think you cannot sneeze, not fart or cough, or you'll miss half the episode. Like, it's just, it's, I don't it's like it. It's an hour. That's a lot of time. It's a no, TV show. Okay. I, we disagree, and we'll go into the reasons later. You're a stoner. You love to and, smoke and sit on the couch and, and watch TV. I need TV. time to simmer in that, bitch. Did you see Evie Oddly posted a full nude pic on Twitter? Like, dick I'm not and balls at all? Motherfucker. No. Okay, well, it's there. Who is Evie Oddly? It's glorious. Uh, she was a winner of something, and now she's a winner of a nice dick. So there's that. Did you watch the real uh, WeHo Friends of Jersey Shore? Whatever well, it's called. Which, which one of those shows are you talking about? The real Friends of the WeHo where they or fight Jersey about Shore? wearing Zara? I did watch. I did watch while I was because I've been cooped up all week, just recovering and icing my leg. So I did watch. Okay. I had, do you know any of those people? Or are you not allowed to comment? I'm allowed to comment on whatever I want. Brad is a friend of mine. I love Brad. Uh, love Brad. But something I've never talked to you about is I was I was the executive producer and showrunner of the A list back in the day. Shut up! You know Derek. I was a, I was the EP and showrunner of A list Dallas, which was oh. so bad that it canceled the entire okay. franchise. No, but I it, knew that. But listen, if you go back what? and watch it, it was ahead of its time. But okay, gay people were so mean to me about it. And they were like, you're ruining, like, how dare you put this shit on TV? I was just doing a job, by the way. But I was kind of the scapegoat for it. Like, who is this person that's making gay guys look bad? Why are you showing us, like, as drunk, shallow messes? And it's like, well. And people were so mean that I literally wanted to commit S. And it, like, sent me into a depression. It just really was a horrible experience uh, hearing the kind of... So I am sympathetic to these guys who are getting all kinds of hate, you know? Well, it is a horrible experience to watch it. How about that? I won't. I I, I, I knew all the the bad things, but I wanted to watch it myself to to form my own opinion. And it's just, I don't need to be. I don't care about fights of who's wearing Zara. That's why I don't love the whole WeHo scene because I don't care where Zara. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, yelling at someone for wearing Zara. Like, that's your fight. Like, no one wants to fucking watch that. Well, it's not a great TV show. I will say. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I like that, but I just have sympathy for people who put something out and just get universally like hated, hated, hated by gays can be really mean, especially on Twitter. That's not why I'm not on it. Oh, we're getting the swirly, Okay, we're okay. Last thing I'll say real quick Sorry, for a bad TV show is Caroline and Brandy got kicked off of uh, Ultimate Girl Strip. So I just wanted to touch oh. on that real quick. I hear it's because like Brandy gave her a little kiss and Caroline didn't have it. So then they put Brandy in another hotel and then they had to send her home and all the girls rallied behind Brandy. And then Caroline quit. Oh my God. Okay. Lots to talk about there. But you know what? Let's move on into thought topics. Good idea. These topics are pretty thoughty. Uh, <laughs> let's start with the Madonna biopic, which uh, I want to know are you glad that this has officially been axed? Let me ask you this question. I don't care. I didn't care if it was going to be made. I wasn't going to see it either way. But I think it's a smart pivot because. People love her on tour. She's selling out the tour. I think people more want to see her on that medium than being a director or trying to be. So, yeah, great, good for her. Pivot. Are we going to go see Madonna? How many people and what? Are we going to go see her? No. You, t- you taking me? I'm going to go no, see you Janet. Don't. I already have two two tickets for two shows. 
fun. <laughs> uh, I know you're a big fan of Tinder. Tinder is reportedly testing a $500 per month subscription plan. Uh, would you pay? Do you think it's worth it? Is I anything would, worth $500 a month? I think to get on the app, I would just get the app regularly and do a regular smegular Tinder and take that $500 to do like, I don't know, Botox or fillers. Do you do Botox or fillers? Do I need it? I'm uh, sitting in front of the window, but look at all those wrinkles. Cameron, do you ever done Botox? No, he's too young. Those crows. They say you're supposed to get it otherwise. Preventatively, I think fillers are the enemy. Don't ever do those. I've done a little Botox here and there, but the best thing you can do is go get yourself a little laser or chemical peel. I've done a, I've done a, a laser. I've never done a filler, but I'm totally. Down. Oh, I remember when you I'm got the laser. Do. I did. A, I've done a laser, but filler. Like, don't do filler. Don't. don't ever I mean, do I'll that. try anything. I'll fuck a crustacean. Like uh, anything that's gonna help. Nah, don't pump something in that's not supposed to be there. Okay. Freeze. Sure. I have pump. done Botox, but it's been many years. Look at that yeah. shit. Wrinkle, wrinkly, jinkly. All right. So no, I'm not spending five hundred dollars on Tinder. Sorry. Uh, I've been following this story closely about the pastor who said that he went to hell, had a near-death experience, witnessed hell, and while he was there, one of the things he saw was men walking other men on their high, on their all fours like dogs, and they were listening to the sounds of hell are basically Rihanna's umbrella. I mean, sounds I doubt fun. that it rains in hell, so maybe it's triggering for the devils, that song. So, I don't know. It oh, good point. Sense. Good point. Gotta find a reason. Well, a when reason you were growing up, did people tell you about hell? Were you in one of those families? I grew up Catholic, like all the way situation, um, where I would even be so scared. Even throughout high school, I would have to go to church before a flight, because or else I would crash in my head. So we never talked about Rihanna or anybody from Motown being played in hell, because that would be my heaven. So I would be, I would do bad hmm. shit to go down there. Right. I think hell always sounded a little exciting. Heaven sounded a little boring. Uh, Hell seems fun and moody. You know? Good music. Um, I know you don't watch Bridgerton, but I want to say science has officially come out with uh, the official most beautiful uh, men, according to like scientific uh, strata. Here they are. Chris Hemsworth, Michael B. Jordan, Harry Styles. Robert Pattinson, Chris Evans, George Clooney, Henry Golding, Dwayne Johnson at 86% physical perfection beauty. Any of those? Okay. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, yes. Any list that has Harry Styles listed as good looking, that's not science. That is fake news. Mm. Looking like a little troll doll. No, I'm sorry. Harry Styles is one of the least attractive people on the planet. Um, Michael B. Jordan, yes. Robert Pattinson, absolutely not. No, some of these people are flat out ugly. And listen, as an ugly person, I can say other people are ugly. (laughs) And Harry Styles is fucking ugly. So no, I don't watch. I've never seen Bridgerton either. Uh, Have you been watching The Last of Us, the new HBO show? I'm all caught up. Very, very much. Griffin Barrows, who's a porn guy, he knew this was going to happen. I swear to God, I got to start listening to porn people because Matthew Camp told me that COVID was about to happen in January of 2020, and it did. And then Griffin told me about he, mycologist and like mushrooms taking over people's brains like zombies. And look at now there's a show about it. So porn stars are predicting the future. Well, the, it's, he predicted a TV show would have a subject, but 
you know. Did, I, did, did you know, did you know about mushroom zombies? About cordyceps? Yes, because I live near Erewhon. So they're all about that. That's how you pronounce it, cordyceps? I shouldn't ask you. You said Bogota. <laughs> like a Bogota. Bogota. <laughs> a Bogota. <laughs> Bogota. Yeah, uh, no. I like okay. the show. I'm, I don't, you know, something, I would rather get bitten by a zombie that uh, can infect my blood than get, like, kissed by a zombie mushroom. I, it's so gross to me. I don't like mushrooms. Well, then I think you're safe. I think you're safe then. I can tell that you haven't seen the latest episode because... I have not seen the latest episode. I know that Murray Bartlett is in it. It's really good. It's. I've seen all the, the tweets and the tweets all about it, and so I'm. I'm. I want to watch it. Get off of Twitter. Why? Oh right, you're porn. Yeah, I have to. I have to because you can't <laughs> put porn on TikToks or Instagram. So I'm on it for Twitter. What's going on with the Real Housewives Legacy Show? Well, I asked Andy about this on our show. You know, people said uh, that they had reached a stalemate with some of the negotiations with people about money, mm-hmm. and. You know, he was basically alluding to like, yeah, negotiations are hard, but they're still very much interested. It's not that that's the issue. It's, you know, these things take a minute. Can you please, you have his ear. I just need one thing from you. One thing, I've, I just, the only thing I'll ever ask of you, please, for the love of God, Heather Thompson, stay away from Legacy. I don't Is she going to be her. on it? I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Mama. No, Mama, no. She's so annoying. She's the worst housewife that's ever existed. Please, for the love of God, don't let that happen. Because I want to watch this show, and I can't if she's on it. She had. A, she was entertaining for a second there. No. Nope. But she... Yeah. Hey, Mama. No. no. I hate it. I hate it, everything about it. Ugh. She drives me nuts. Ugh. Sorry. Well, you drive me nuts. Let's I, take a break a and come back. Okay. Let's be right back. We're going to come back. It's like a porn star roulette today. We have... Drew Valentino, Colby Melvin, and Johnny Rapid, and then stick around to the end because me and John are going to play Truth or Dare. We'll be right back. Right back. What the fuck are you eating? Is that a toenail? Welcome back to Discretion Advised. I'm Mark McNamara, joined with my good Judy Fruity. John Hill, and we are joined by our next guest, just one, the 2023 Best Newcomer at the Gabe Yins. It's Falcon Ooh. Naked Sword exclusive, Drew Valentino. Hi, Drew. Hi. Yay. How are you? Fan-fucking-tastic. So how does it feel being the Best Newcomer? Was that like a goal? Uh, it was. Uh, it feels so good for so many reasons. Um, you know, first of all, when I first was getting and starting an OnlyFans and I was talking to all my girlfriends, they were all like trying to be supportive. I mean, they, they were supportive, but they were like, why do you want to do porn? And I was like, you know, I've just have a longstanding history of it, like fixating on a life goal and being the, like the best that I could possibly be at it. And I said, and I want to do that with porn. And when I gave that answer, they all loved that and respected it. And then it's like, I feel like I, I am doing it. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, my parents are, are super supportive and super proud of me. Wait, your parents know that you won best newcomer at the, they were going to come, they were going to come to the, they want to come next year now for sure. Now that they saw like to that, see your parents it's come. Same. Have they seen your work? I don't think so. Your voice <laughs> know. It sounds like maybe they have. <laughs> yeah. It actually, I have, I do send them B-roll sometimes because my mom's proud okay. of me as an actor. So like ride or die, like yeah. I sent them the trailer minus the butt stuff. 
Um, yeah. and they loved it. But yeah, that, that's definitely like a profound thing, you know, because during my thank you speech, I had said that that's the most important thing to me is my parents. Um, because they are my number one fans with everything I do. And, um, when I came out to them about being gay, they were super supportive, even though I was terrified. And then I like had to come out to them again about the porn. And like, even my dad was just like, I love you so much. I'm really happy that you're, you're happy. And that's all that matters to me. So it's like the, the people are like, Oh, you won the gay VN. And, and yes, that's super exciting, but it's like actual lots of life stuff and personal stuff tied to that. Um, you know, with my family, like I have a huge family in New Jersey and they're all, we're all, all on a WhatsApp message. And I literally at who knows what time in Vegas, it was like three in the morning in New Jersey. And I texted them just all the clip of them announcing me as the winner and me coming on stage and giving the thank you speech. And it was just really sweet. You know, Aww, that that's so nice. Really yeah. supportive. Are they looking yeah. to adopt? <laughs> yep. They're at any porn Perfect. people Perfect. can come our way. <laughs> Besides taking dick, you also can take a joke and you are a stand up comedian. Tell us, tell us about that. Uh, so yeah. Um, what a great intro. I, Welcome. so I started to do, I did stand up in my early twenties, uh, maybe like 22. I got started and I did it. On How long ago was that? Three, oh. Last year, 12 years ago, um, I'm 34 now (laughs) and I started when I was 22. Oh my God. He's older than us. Oh my God. You look great. You look great on the pod. Thank you. It's jizz. Um, yeah. (laughs) So I, yeah, so I did it on and off for a few years and I loved it. And I was considering how young and young I was like, I was pretty good at it. I feel like I, I never bombed, you know, anybody heckle you? Not, not really. No. Does not. anyone heckle you at in a porn shoot? Um, besides Mark, <laughs> yeah, Mark. <laughs> Can you guys not boring? Bring a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I stopped because I became a high school teacher. What subject? Math. Ooh. Yeah. One way um, to get me to like math, though. Sex. Have a cute teacher. Yeah, sex I math. hated math. So many people say that uh, or comment that, like, oh, I wish that you were my teacher. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, like the kids were finding some of my videos. I was recording my stand up, putting it on YouTube, and the kids found it, and it was oh, not no. appropriate material. Mm. So I deleted it. Was also super overwhelmed with my first year of teaching, but also like kind of embarrassed about that. So I just kind of stopped doing stand up. I've been wanting to get back into it for the longest, and then Wait. I was like, yeah. But so you you took your 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 stand up off the internet and put anal instead, like well, no. see that's the thing, like all or nothing, you know. No, okay. I I was uh, the parents understood that they're like, okay, well that's yeah, cute, that's, at least. that makes sense. <laughs> but your stand up wasn't funny, but your sex is really hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I okay, so <laughs> I was a high school math teacher for four years, and I was a straight A math student. I love upper level math. I taught calc and like at some point it kind of hit me that like one, the education system's completely failing and it's a a huge shame, way too many factors working against teachers. And two, it's like, if I am such a whiz at math, 
why am I making not, not mm. so much money? Like, you know what I mean? It was like, Something I, every I, good math teacher, a conclusion every good math teacher should come to. Well, what's yeah. funny, it's hilarious. I, I was like telling my students, I'm like, I was sick of explaining to my students and trying to convince them that math is important because then you can get a good job and there's a big push for math. And I'm like, I'm, I literally am obsessed with calculus and I could be making like, and, and so I, I use my math. I looked into it. I used my math background to get a graduate degree in statistics. I left teaching to go back to school, got that degree, and then now got a corporate job that I, to be honest, kind of like better. And it's fully remote and um, pays. Starting salary was like double what I was making as a teacher. And then um, because it's fully remote, Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't really know what I look like even because we only do audio oh, calls. Oh, no. Okay, mm-hmm. well, shit. Don't post this. Yeah, No, you can because the, they the don't know what up. I look like. Oh, but the audio. Okay, just don't listen. Can yeah, you we'll mute we'll me we'll for this whole it. We'll muffle it. We'll okay, morph your voice. We'll, we'll change yeah. the subject into something <laughs> yeah. more, more family-friendly then. Like so, Leonardo's. Drew, yeah. you are an armpit lover. As you can see, there's a picture behind you Correct. of it happening. Walk me through this fetish. Yeah, so... What's um, the perfect armpit? Uh, the perfect armpit. So, I love a really hairy armpit. Um, like, I pe- people like that because I'm into armpits, but I also have a hairy armpit. So, like, this is a great amount, I think. Okay. And um, for me, it's more about, like, the scents and the pheromones. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everybody's into... Some people are, are into it more than others. Um. Some people are really into pit licking. Like, I don't really care. Like, I just like the scent. And um, most people... I've done lots of polls on Insta and Twitter. I've talked about this openly many times in settings like this. And I've talked to many people. The general gist I get is that when it comes to, like, musk and man scent and not wearing deodorant, most people, I think are into it on some degree. Most John, then, John, that, can we take a, can we take a poll? Of the oh, room? I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening and taking this. The, the thing is like, but in mild to moderate amounts. Okay. So like for me, I, to be completely honest, like if I'm into a guy, like it, the worse, the better. Like, I think it's just really hot. And I know that that's not the norm. I think most people are into some level of musk, but usually like mild people love that mix of like deodorant, which is like a little bit of musky. You know what I mean? Um, I flat out like BO. And like some people don't, a lot of people don't mm-hmm. like that or don't want to admit that. But um, okay. But yeah. Can I get you to admit something? Sure. When uh, I was filming you in Big Bear with JC Hunt for the movie Worship Me coming soon, you said that you would not want to fuck yourself. Why? I would not want to fuck myself? You, he was, he oh. was a flip scene and he was fucking you and you turned to him and said, Jesus, I would not want to fuck myself. He was fucking me and I said, I would not want to fuck myself. Yes. Um, well, because <laughs> I'm disgusting. No. Uh, so I don't remember why I, in the context of why I said that, but I can surmise why I may have said that. Um, I joke about this in my stand up. My hole is kind of like, it's kind of like off. It's in the wrong spot. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> and it's, it's not like it's on my shoulder. It's just okay. like closer to the balls. And, mm. and it, 
I think like people always say like, oh man, it's really tight. It's really hard to get into my hole. It's not that it's tight. It's just like, it's difficult to get it in. Once it's in, we're good. Okay. It's just anatomically incorrect. And I feel like, um, I'm also annoying. So it's like, imagine like you're only fucking me because you want to fuck me, but like you have to deal with my voice and personality and then also like struggling for the first five minutes even just to get it in like that's, that's just, three that strikes i sympathize right, exactly. with that i that's also have a, right. a, you're like i a also sh- think you're annoying <laughs> he also john's butthole's also on his elbow i have a weirdly <laughs> positioned hole as well um okay to put your uh punchline skills to the test here are some real headlines oh from this week i'm gonna leave out one of the words you're gonna fill it in ready to go these are headline mad libs from real this news okay Ooh. A Polish tourist who trespassed on the ancient Mayan temple of Kukulkan in Mexico was struck over the head as he returned to the ground level by a bare-chested man wielding a huge what? Pierogi. Oh, good answer. Stick. Um, uh-huh. Okay. California fire crews used 6,000 tons of what to extinguish a burning Tesla Model S whose battery spontaneously combusted? Poppers. Poppers, great answer. Come. Actually armpit answer. Oh, I was going to say, is this correct? <laughs> water uh famous hypocrite marie kondo now admits her blank is a mess after having kids pussy there you pussy? go Obviously. uh <laughs> house we can say dick and balls popping, but <laughs> <mangled. laughs> um a colorado woman was doing what in a gym when a stray bullet from a nearby trailer park shot her mm. Fingering herself, I'm, I'm running out. Of, I'm running out of all the sex Even words I know. Zumba. A 7-Eleven store recently put the entire staff on suspension after a viral video surfaced of them cleaning the inside of a microwave with a what? A bussy. I'm literally just saying <laughs> sex words. I only know sex words. Answers always just going to be my mad libs. Yeah, this is quite literally mad libs. Drew, one last question. We have Colby Melvin coming up on the podcast next, and you filmed a scene with him for uh-huh. Rage and Stallion's "Sweat Fuck Repeat." Would you, in fact, repeat? I would repeat. I love Colby. Like, we we already friends before that scene, which is always a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, he's he's a fun one. I like fucking him. And we like fucking you. Thank you so much, Aww. Drew, for being here. Where can people follow you? Uh, you can find all my links at DrewValentino.com. Instagram, I'm DrewSoupFruitXL. DrewValentinoXL on Twitter and everywhere else. Um, and yeah. we will be right back with his scene pussy. Pussy. <laughs> Colby Melvin. We'll be right back. Yay. Welcome back. I'm John Hill here with Mark McNamara. You're listening to Discretion Advised. We're now joined by Colby Melvin, someone I have been a fan of for a million years, just living in WeHo. You used to be, you're just like an institution of SoCal. Welcome to the oh. show. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I guess that makes me a relic by now. Um, <laughs> it's been, yeah, over 10 years since my career No, started. you're a young spring chicken. I know. And, you know, people love to point out that I am no longer that spring chicken, but I'm still here and I'm kicking and I'm not mad at it. (laughs) And we're not mad at it either. I have to ask you a quick question because Drew Valentino was just on and y'all fucked each other. How was that? I won't tell you what he said. So what I enjoy about (laughs) it's because we know each other. We already have chemistry. So going into, you know, shoot, 
I knew we were going to be fine and it didn't really take a lot of effort. We were able to just, you know, jump in and have fun with it. Uh, well, such a romance. <laughs> what was you? Okay. So John, you've, you've known Colby forever. I don't know where the fuck, what rock I've been living under, but what was your big break? How were you discovered? How did you become this institution that John attended? <laughs> It was in an institution. It was a mental institution. And he was everyone's favorite. <laughs> that accurate. It, you know, best in show. So how? 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 Where, what was um, your break? Okay. So my career started uh, at the dawn of the internet, basically. Or at least the dawn of social media. Um, Instagram was just becoming a thing. And I started working with Andrew Christian right before they blew up, like, big time. Uh, so those videos were getting millions of views. I did a political parody video, um, for the Barack Obama and Mitt Romney election, um, that went viral. Um, so it was a combination of political activism work with the underwear modeling and just boom, right place, right time. Um, there's no secret formula. I, I just got very lucky uh, time and place. Now you also used to work in the goil, the oil, the goil, the, the oil goil and industry. gas industry, but you, it, you left because yeah. of corporate bullying. Yeah. So they uh, didn't like your underwear I, videos. <laughs> no, that was me rebelling from, from the underwear or from the oil industry. Uh, I never intended to go into oil. Like mm-hmm. my family works in it. Uh, the BP oil spill had just happened. And, um, they offered for me to go work in the command center. I had just graduated from college and they offered me a lot of money. And I said, sure. Um, but then I was really good at my job and I got promoted to vice president of the holding company after about six months after making them a lot of money. Um, and that's when I figured out I was gay. Then they figured out I was gay and told me if I didn't go quietly, they were going to send everything they had to my family. Oh my oh God. My God. Which in Alabama, you know, it's completely legal. Um, I don't know if they've changed it since, but it's legal to fire someone for being gay. Wow. I mean, I knew that it was illegal to fire someone for being gay, but like threatening Cracker Barrel stuff. That, yeah. Oh, Cracker Barrel. But <laughs> I don't know about BP. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, that's just, you know, the nature of the, the industry. Of the and industry. it's I didn't work directly for BP. I worked for a a, a contracted company. Sounds like a nightmare. How would you compare working for them versus working for me? Is it the same? Same bullying? Um, you know, it's oddly similar. Yeah. You know, just pretty much hell. <laughs> Messy spills. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I get it. Messy spills. Oily. Bullying. Mm, all yeah, of that. Yes. All right, Colby, where can people find you? Where can they follow you? Uh, social media, Colby Melvin. Yes. One word. Super simple. <laughs> Super simple. Colby with a C. Love you on Drag Race this season. You're doing great. And we'll be right back with the one, the only, Johnny Rapid. Bye, Colby. Welcome back to Discretion Advice. I'm Mark McNamara, joined by John Hill. And you have been watching him for over a decade. It is the iconic Johnny Rapid. Hi, Johnny. What's going on? Hey. Can you tell us, where are you? This is my shop. It's actually in, in a mess right now because I'm, I'm, I'm breeding fish. And, uh, Kinky. 
It's I thought you were gay. <laughs> huh? What? Breeding fish. Oh, you're not supposed to say that anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> are you, what state are you in? Are you allowed to say? I want to know where this bunker is and what kind of shop yeah. are you talking about? Holy shit. You have like, what? Is this is the this set of like... Breaking Bad? <laughs> it's it's a mess right now, but there's Damn. there's babies in those and. You know, I got a couple cars. Oh, they're stuff. fish. This is these are those are fish tanks. Yeah. He's breeding fish. Oh, when you said breeding fish, I thought you were like getting kinky and making row or something. Interesting. I had no idea that you bred. Can I just ask an obvious question? Uh-huh. Does it smell up in there? No. So that that's that's a common uh misconception. You should not smell the water. If you if you can the fish shouldn't be living in it. Now, are fish easy to breed? Do you put on any type of like romantic music or your scenes? Like, how do you <laughs> what get them, gets them in the mood? You yeah. feed them oysters. You mm-hmm. make sure that they're not stressed. You make them comfortable. Um, you know, wherever they're from, you try to match the water parameters. Make sure there's not a lot of commotion around the tank. Um, if they pop like in the dark, little mermaid, you know what? Whatever those fish like, you try to give it to them, and then. Usually, um, yeah, you, you're taking care of the water for several days, and then you just leave them, you know? Do you ever put your porn on in the background to incite them to spawn? Uh, no, but I do talk to them. What do you say? Yeah, Pretend just, I'm a fish and you want me to fuck. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Me and John are guppies. I would just... Cold, cold fish. <laughs> I can't do porn for the rest of my life. Please make babies so I can have another way out. Are these expensive fish? How are you yeah. making money? Are you selling them to whom? Whomst? So, I mean, the bulk of them I'm going to sell to pet stores, big chain pet stores around the southeast. And, okay. um, but the, the special ones, the ones that – the sh- shooters, the ones that grow faster than the oh. rest, the ones that are, um, you know, colorful – or, you know, maybe they're unique in a way. You kind of pull those aside and you can you can sell those to um, yeah, you know, just I would about think anybody. You, are you really like selling illegal sharks and shit to basketball players? <gasps> no, I don't have enough room for sharks. It's going to be like the Tiger King, but with fish. Oh my God, the Fish King. Okay, can I bring it back to human sex? How did you get started? <laughs> how old were you and how did this, how did you, Johnny Rapid, get started? On what? Porn or fish? Porn. We're going to leave the fish behind. We're going school. away from fish. Okay. We're not going to find Nemo. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, goodness, porn just kind of, it just come to me. I, you I were 18, really, right? Yep. I, I didn't go looking for it. It just, it just came to me. So I was, you know, in and out of a relationship. It was rough and, um, when I was alone, I was horny, and I was like, where can I f- make money by having the amount of sex that I want to have? And at the time, I was, you know, I had a boyfriend, and he was like, well, you know, why don't you try stripping? Went to a strip club, and I can't dance, so scratch that. But I can fuck, so let's <laughs> let's do some porn, you know? And um, do you James realize- was on the other end of the email. Yeah, James. 
Edward James, the long-running master. Edward James um, almost. Almost James almost. Do you do you realize like how iconic you have become? Like you're a meme king. The shower scene with you and Raphael, the Alice in Wonderland falling into your asshole. Like, do you realize <laughs> the level had that you've gotten to? Uh, no, I, I still don't. I, I don't quite get it. I mean, people talk to me and stuff, but I just don't think I'm all that popular. I mean, sure, well, like within the two years, like that that scene happened, you know, I, I felt it because everybody and and I was like sort of a diva then. But then ever since, I just, you know, I just feel like I'm here shooting porn. I'm making my money. And, you know, you feel like you were diva at the height of like when oh, it first absolutely. started happening. Absolutely. OK, so I was going to wait for you to lead the conversation there but can i ask you when we were filming pirates you Mm -hmm. and diego sands infamously did not get along at all we had to separate you two well the truth the truth behind that is them hiring another star and giving him lead roles just took the stardom off of me and i think that was the the moment that i realized damn i'm not the only person in the world and that that sucked for me. And, you know, I tried to be um, friendly and, you know, but he was, he was just like pointing and telling everybody what to do. And I felt that that was, you know, yours and Joseph's job. So he, him telling me what to do, what wasn't cool. So I did, I made it my mission to make him cry. And I did. And but you it guys did not make buried- me feel better. Mm-hmm. But, you uh, guys have buried the hatchet and I'm now fine, right? I, I know just we- had to let him fuck me. <laughs> After that. Just had to let him fuck me good. And then he was like, oh, okay, we're friends. <laughs> you know, that's how it was back in the school days, right? You and somebody didn't get along. You fight it out. And then all of a sudden, you're best buds. You just let him fuck you. And that's how you got an A in math. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you now, you're running your own site. Tell us about it it's going um it's kind of rough being in atlanta and not having uh, access to a ton of models and whatnot so you know i'm I'm constantly just looking for new faces and people that are just kind of passing through and stuff like that because it's it just doesn't make sense to spend all that money to fly everyone out when i'm not a big studio yet what excites johnny rapid um, being busy, breeding fish, breeding fish. What pisses off Johnny Rapid? People interrupting me when I'm busy. I hate. I hate. I really Podcast. hate when people. We'll be right back. <laughs> like they interrupt a thought. You know, if you're deep in thought, you're trying to calculate something, or you're doing something you know, meticulous, and then someone interrupts you for something silly. I hate that, too. Yeah, game time. (laughs) Johnny, we're going to play. (laughs) We're going to give you some audio clues. We're going to play a little game called, oh, I know them. You have to tell us whether it's someone you know or someone having an orgasm. Four simple questions. John, you're going to play two. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. First clue. I love 
big tits. But hold on, hold on, hold on. No, listen to me. Oh, oh. Big one, okay. Johnny, is that porn or someone you know? I feel like that's someone I know. John? That's my coworker at SiriusXM. That's Watch What Happens Live. That is Watch What Happens Live. That's Andy Cohen as Tamara shows her... Shows him her tits. Did you were you there that night, John? Did you see? I her think titties? I was. Oh, hot. Okay. I saw a lot of titties at Watch What Happens Live. So far, one to one. Clue number two. Oh, oh yeah. One Sounds more time. Sounds like Johnny. Oh, oh yeah. All right, Johnny. Someone you know or porn? Sounds like another XM clip. I'm just kidding. <laughs> John um, I have no idea John Hill that sounds like Johnny Rapid it is Johnny Rapid play it one more time oh, oh yeah you know I, I've never I've never seen one of my scenes so I, I really don't know what I sound like just like that one more time you, you guys just blew my mind I'm so embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> okay, clue number three. I didn't know where else to go. You know you can always come here. Johnny? Sounds like one of those, uh, like, little beginning clips for a porn. Yeah. John Hill? That sounds like a porn. That is you, John Hill. What? <laughs> Play it one more time. <laughs> I didn't know where else to go. Oh God! Is that there? Oh God! That's gosh! Not the church scene. It's the church scene. I got it on YouTube. (laughs) All right, so far John is in the lead with two. Rapid has one. It's still anyone's game. Last clue. Hello. What time? Hello. John Hill. I can't even make any of it out. I'll say that is uh, the movie Annie. Close. Okay. Once I've revealed <laughs> to you what it is, you'll understand why you can't make it out. Johnny Rapid. Play it one more time. Hello. Twin Peaks? <laughs> I have yes. no, no idea. Is it Twin Peaks? It is Twin Peaks because it is Raphael Alencar getting fucked in one of his very rare bottoming scenes early on. So both of you got that wrong, even though Twin Peaks was very close. So that's the end of our game. John Hill, you win. Wow. Johnny Rapid, where can people find you and follow you and and get a load of your loads and your fish? Uh, Johnny Rapid ATL on all social media platforms. And, of course, JohnnyRapid.com. Um, the fish website's not up yet, but, um, it's the Aquafather. I cannot believe you have a fish farm. That is amazing. This is, this is a, a shocker to me. I want to come down and I want to see it. You know how I, I'm obsessed with fish. So this is, this is like my porn now. Oh, come on down, man. Yeah. You All gotta- right, thank you. Thank you so much, Johnny. We will be right back where me and John are going to play a little game of truth or dare. Oh, John, you're in trouble. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the show. I'm John Hill here with Mark McNamara. I just want to say, uh, breaking the fourth wall a little bit here, we are going to cut Colby Melvin's interview a little bit short just because of technical difficulties. Uh, we'll have, we'll him have him back on when the yeah. Wi-Fi is fucking strong as fuck. Do it. You um, do you want to play Truth or Dare? Or dare? Yeah. Go, what a crazy idea we had at the same exact time. Wow, jinx. <laughs> okay. We played so this wait. once before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't go well. Times before you, you, you have yeah. made me show my butt. You made me harass Kathy Hilton. Um, let's see what we got installed today. Do you want to go? Keep first in mind, I am post-op. I have one of my legs is entirely bandaged, so I can't like do anything. I can't get on my knees. I can't, you know, do anything crazy. Well, there goes most of my dares, and I feel fat. Okay, good. That was my truth. <laughs> All right, John, truth or dare? Truth. Okay. From, from our three guests today, Drew Valentino, Colby Melvin, Johnny Rabbit, uh, fuck, Mary kill. Cameron's on the edge of his seat. He's taken off his blouse. He's pinching I have bowl. to kill Colby just because the Wi-Fi. I love him, but that gets, that gets, that's an easy one. It's not personal. It's just, he I couldn't hear him. The, couldn't even hear lag, him or see him. See <laughs> and who you fucking, who you marrying? Drew, Johnny. Come on, slut. I think I'd fuck Drew and marry Johnny. Aw, so you guys can have a fish farm together. The fish throws me off, but I I think... You gonna let Drew sniff your pits? I don't want to be anywhere near that shit. <laughs> and I don't want to say any... I didn't want to gag during the interview because I don't want to... I don't want to yuck anyone else's you. yum. And if somebody's saying, this is my like intimate fetish, I don't want to be... I was literally going through this. I was like... Ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I I know it's really not cool to do. We're on a sex positive podcast, but I. That's fine. Everyone has their own personal. There's probably things that you do that he's like. Gag ability. Yes. Lying here like a fish. Okay. Good. Okay. What you got? Um, Truth or dare for you. Mm. Since you started with the truth, so will I. I'll do a dare second round just to let you know. Truth or dare? (laughs) Truth. Okay. Uh, who's the worst person you think we've ever had on this podcast? Your friend. <laughs> the one that Paul? was a call-in who made <laughs> fun didn't... of my pillows. Okay. Fine. He's not, he funny. was not my vibe. You That's asked fine. for the truth. I'm sure he's um, a wonderful person, and if I met him, we would get along. Fine. It just wasn't my vibe in the moment. Got you. Okay. I live in my truth. Fair. Truth or dare? Dare. Okay. I don't know if you can do this because you have surgery, so I'm going to give you it, but I have a second option. Okay. Okay. First, take off your shirt and then stand up and show us how big your thighs are. No, my, my, it's literally covered with a pantyhose. I, I, th- I thought maybe, so I have a second one. I have a second one just in case. Okay, I'm going to take a sip of water, and I'm going to okay. put 30 seconds on the clock. Cameron, if you can put 30 seconds on the clock. You have to make me laugh or spit out this water in 30 seconds. Are you ready? I can't do it. I'm no. not funny. Good luck. Here okay. you go. Starting, taking a sip now. Okay, I'll pretend I'm your dad. When you were born, I said that your mother was a... <laughs> well, you spit it out. <laughs> that wasn't that funny. It was gonna be. <laughs> I 
was so easy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever cried on the show. The first time. Good job. Um, Good job. Okay, truth or dare? <laughs> no, it's my turn. Oh wait, oh, no, right. it is. No, it is yeah, your turn. Truth Sorry. Or, <laughs> truth or dare? Dare. All my papers are wet now. So okay, this one's easy. <laughs> Call. Get your phone out. Oh my god, fine. It's all wet. Uh, call Bo Butler and leave him a voicemail if he doesn't answer. But if he answers, say, "Hey, I'm coming to L.A. and I want to know if I can crash on your couch." And <laughs> do you know how close you are from John's apartment? Because I really want to make sure I'm close to John. Okay. <clears throat> you ready? And if he says, "Why can't you just get a hotel?" Just be like, "I'm trying this new thing. Like, I'm trying to do more of like a experiential, immersive L.A. thing, and I'm also poor." Okay, so I'm telling him that I'm coming to L.A. and I want to yeah. stay at his house and I want to make sure that you're close to him. Yeah. Okay, calling. And can I come over and, yeah. Can you guys hear that? No, we can. And just like, and can I film you and John? Hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. Yes. Hey, what are you doing? Nothing, just um, recovering from a little cold. What are you doing? Oh, no. Okay, well, I hope you feel better soon. Here's the deal. I'm coming to L.A. You live in West Hollywood? Yes. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I want to get you and John together. So I'm thinking, like, to stay at your place and invite John over and kind of see what happens. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, perfect. Um, I don't know. I know that John has filmed his sexcapades in the past, but I don't think he's going to want to do it again. (laughs) Because I think he has, like, real-life feelings for you. Oh, I have real-life feelings for him, too. Okay, good. All right, well, I'll I'll see you tomorrow, then. Okay, bye. Oh my god, good job. All right, one more. John, truth or dare? Mm. Truth. Truth. Okay. Um, what's the last thing you had up your butt? Oh god. A tongue. <laughs> A tongue. Okay. How long ago was that? I mean, a long, long time ago. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. I thought that's it, right? We're done. I mean, the last, last thing? Well, yeah. yeah. The last, last thing. What'd they put up your butt? A I mean, nothing. Yeah, that. No. Finger? Maybe that. Dog's but paw? My own. Yeah. A fish? A fish. A freshly <laughs> breeded fish. A freshly bred so kahuna. I love you guys. Love you guys. Make sure to follow and watch us. The full podcast is on YouTube. So like and subscribe to on there or our newsletter at discadpod.com. That's G-I-S-C-A-D-P-O-D.com. Make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're at discadpod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I am also on TikTok now, Mark McNamara. And we will see you guys next time. Bye, y'all. I go fucking fuck some fish. Bye.